This is the Not Real Estate Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Not Real Estate Podcast. My name is David Miller. I'm your host. Joining us today, we are so honored to have Carrie Martinez. Thank you so much. Carrie, just to get right into it, you are a TikTok celebrity. True or false? <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say all that, David. Like when I go on social media, like... You're like, you're there. You're just always there. It's super fun. Um, I found it during COVID, right? When everybody was like bored at home and didn't know what to do with uh-huh. themselves. So, you know, my sister was like, hey, you should join this app. And I was just like, TikTok, the app for 14-year-olds? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, fine. She's like, it's you. It's you. It's your personality. I was like, okay, I'll see. And it totally was. I mean, I have like camcorder footage when I was young, like, making my own videos, directing my own videos. So I was like, okay, yeah, this is my Were you like, Were you like a class clown or was it just like you liked performing? Oh no, not at all. Like real serious? I was a super geek. Were you? Oh my gosh. I would never know. I was picked on a lot. You? Yes. Uh, You were like, you're like to me like super cool. Like you're like, you're like (laughs) fast and furious. Like no, no, not at all. Wow. So so what were you like as a kid? I was bullied a lot. You? Oh my gosh. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. I was. Um, you know, I'm first generation. My parents are from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. So I went to pre-K, kindergarten, barely spoke any English. Mm-hmm. Um, Spanish was my first language. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually went to elementary school in Pikesville. Really? Um, I can't even remember the name of it anymore. But uh, yeah, I was the only Hispanic in that entire school at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I was picked on a lot uh, for, you know, I had... Harry arms. They called me Harry Carey. You? <laughs> yes. Um, I had glasses at some point because I thought, you know, let me fail the eye test so that I can get some cool glasses. That turned out that to failed. be the that, wrong that decision. Um, and yeah, I just got made fun of for a, a lot of different things. Where were you born? I was actually born in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, well, my mom came over to Baltimore when I was five. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much grew up here. Right. Yeah. Do you remember being in Los Angeles at, at that age? Or? I remember some things. Um, I remember earthquakes. I remember almost getting hit by a car. <laughs> so two negatives. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I remember being Snow White for Halloween with the big plastic masks where you could barely see out of the little... Those hole. masks were like torture. <laughs> yeah. I was like torturing kids. That's the only, only three memories I have of California. So then you came here. Yeah. Grew up here, and you know, in my eyes, you were always like, you know, walking like the coolest because <laughs> I, I've only known you through work, right? Yeah. I mean, but um, but you know, it just goes to show, like for myself as well, you never know people's right. past and their backgrounds and, and what shapes Absolutely. them. Absolutely, yeah. What shapes them. So now you are obviously real estate agent. That's how we know each other. Yep. Um, and I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. And I think it's a great opportunity for uh, people listening and watching, and also for myself to get to know about you and what yeah. makes you tick. Yeah. Um, instead of just hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah. Um, super mom. Um, thanks. Wife working. Um, all that kind of stuff. But to get to yeah. know, to get to know you. Yeah. So thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. So again, um, so you, you were a kid. You were a nerd. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, I um, was a nerd. Were you a good, were you a good student? Like, because there are nerds that are not smart. No, I wasn't a good student either. So you were a dumb nerd. Like, <laughs> it's the worst. I know. No wonder people picked on you. I would pick on you. No, I'm just I. I barely passed almost almost every single grade mm-hmm. um, up until I think my freshman year, where I got like A's and B's, and I'm like, "Is this? Are, are you sure this is my report card?" Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, your senior, your freshman year of um, high school is really an accumulation of everything you've learned from elementary to middle." I'm like, right. "Well, I didn't learn anything, right. so I don't right. know how this happened." But right. 
yeah, um, I guess that kind of gave me a boost of confidence. And so I was like, okay, maybe I'm not so So stupid. you are smart. Because <laughs> yeah. if you're a nerd, like, if you're a nerd, but you're also dumb, like, you're really failing. Yeah. Like, you have to be one or the other. Yeah, I think I almost failed fifth grade so bad that they were thinking about holding me back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And look at you know. you know, there's, as first-generation child, there's mm-hmm. so many terms that you don't know because your parents speak Spanish. Right. So, like, fifth grade, you know, teacher's talking about manure. Right. And everyone's like, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, what's that? Right, right. And they're like, oh, you don't know what manure is? And I'm like, no. And they're like, it's cow poop. And then everyone starts laughing. Right, right. Pointing and laughing right. at me. <laughs> and I'm just it's, like, all right, well, this is my life. <laughs> hopefully made you stronger. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that you're you're able to pass these lessons off to your children so that have and they did not have to oh, deal yeah. with. Oh yeah, they're they're just so in such a completely upbringing than I had. So totally different world. Yeah, totally different world. Um, and then so like you grew up, you you were a nerd, you got smarter in high school, and all this kind of good stuff happened. <laughs> and then did you just jump into real estate? Like no. So I actually um, I've had ten different lives. I think I told you this before, but um, you know I I used to work at John Hopkins Bayview um, cool. nursing. I'm mean, sorry, labor and delivery. Mm-hmm. I was there for two years. Um, I was secretary there. That was kind of like my first real job. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, I was hired at IKEA, um, their call center in White Marsh, mm-hmm. and I was there for ten years. And I worked my way up the ladder. Wow. I started off as a sales representative, you know, customer service mm-hmm. rep. And I ended up being the corporate manager for all the IKEAs in the United States. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow, I had no clue. You really do. Yeah. Have <laughs> what else have you done? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got to the top of that, you know, and the, the only way to go up was either move out of state or move out of the country, Sweden. Right. Like, literally. Right. Um, and I just was like, yeah, I think I'm done with nine to five. Right. You know, so then HGTV kind of interests you and it's of course, like, look of at course. what you can do. You can take this house and make like $100,000. I'm like, ooh. That's interesting. I want to flip houses. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I need my real estate license first. Let me do that. And then it just organically turned into I became a real estate agent. That's great. Yeah. That's amazing. When you worked at Ikea, did you ever like think about why they name things the way they do? Like, do these words mean things? Yes, they're locations in Sweden. Uh-huh. Like, you're the first person to ever tell me that. Yeah. Like, all, all these, all these, when I was in college, like, you know, buying Ikea stuff because you, whatever. Yeah. Never being able to, because I'm the least handy guy in the world. Like, uh-huh. if, if there was, like, a ranking of most handiest, who's the handiest guy in the world? Like, some of these home shows, whatever. Yeah. The Property Brothers. Yeah. I'm, like, the last on the list from the whole world. Um, yeah. I could never figure it out. Like, it almost cost me to get divorced a hundred times. Like, every oh time we put Ikea together when our kids were young. Ikea furniture is the worst to put together. That's why it's so cheap. Right. Because you right. do all the work yourself. But once you do it, it's great. Um, yeah. No, but... It's not that's, meant to be moved either. No, so I learned once that. once you assemble that together, it's like, oh, this is where it's staying for the rest of its life. I've learned that the hard way, you know? <laughs> um, that's crazy. And so you worked at Bayview. You did just, you know, whatever, reception stuff. Did you ever like have to help with the delivery? Was ever like we need to, we need another body in here? Yes. Um, so I, I've seen plenty of births. Um, Are you kidding me? Johns Hopkins Bayview also has a program called Center for Addiction and Pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we got to see a lot of different clientele mm-hmm. in that department. Right. Um, and I remember one one story that just resonates with me so much is this lady came in, you know, ready to deliver her baby, kicking and screaming, and um, she says where are the scissors just cut this thing out and i'm just like uh what <laughs> were you were you a mom at that point i was pregnant so you, pregnant. that's not something you want to hear born. yeah like with scissors like <laughs> i mean it's just you know this just craziness and uh you know people coming in that are beyond the point for anesthesia uh-huh. or you know some kind of pain medication and it's just like uh 
okay, I changed my mind. I don't want to be pregnant anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am, um, you know, I was always like shied away from woman stuff, you know, as a growing up as a guy, but my, you know, my wife got pregnant. We had twins, our first two are twins. Yeah. And like, so I started watching all these delivery shows and I found it fascinating and like really research because I wanted to be prepared, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think I could do that ever again, but I did. Re- but I, before I was married, before I you know even met my wife, I had to do a, a real estate closing because uh, I do a lot of real estate closings yeah. in a hospital in a delivery room. The people were buying a new house and they wanted to own the house before they had baby. Mm. So the husband, I got there and he was like, "She's about to give birth. You got to get in here." <laughs> so like she's signing and like the doctors are there and like she's doing her what's it Lamont's breathing or whatever. Yeah. So like I'm like, "All right, sign here," and I'm looking away like <laughs> I didn't want to make eye contact. I was so nervous, like I didn't want to look at this woman. Like I was like, "Is this isn't happening to me?" You're you know? a prude, David. I'm a, I'm a prude. <laughs> If anyone knows in real life, I am approved. My husband's approved too. Is he? Yeah, I've like, had to change that. Really? No, no. My wife's like very scientific about life. Like uh. she's like explaining everything and like you know like she's right. But like I'm approved. Like I'm yeah. a, like that kind of stuff. I'm like getting nervous. I turn red. You know? Yeah. My husband's the same way. Like you know, just talking about periods, and he's oh, just my, like, right. oh, uh, I don't know, no. And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, golly, this is like real human stuff. And he's just like, nope. I'm actually surprised he didn't pass out in my delivery. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I, I remember, like, I was so proud of myself that I was, like, good for the deliveries. And the, yeah. And I remember, like, telling jokes to make myself feel better while it's happening, and, and <laughs> like, the, the doctors are laughing, and my wife's like, what's this guy doing? Like, Aww, yes. poor you. Yeah, poor me, poor me, right, poor me when she's going to yeah. Yes, I have to make this all about me. Yeah. Isn't that like a husband thing to do? I know. It's a dad thing to do. That's so funny. Um, okay, so you, Ikea, your baby, your brother, and then you got into real estate, was there, and the housing stuff, or was there yeah, more? Yeah, so I actually did my first real estate transaction um, while I was on my way out the door at Ikea, because wow. I was scared, you know? Yeah, of course. I'm going from making pretty good money, yeah. you know, especially in the position that I was in, mm-hmm. To, you know, there's no security with real estate. Right. Like, no. it's your own business. Yeah. And you have no idea what to expect. So, fortunately, I had a co-worker at Ikea who was like, hey, I was thinking about buying a condo. You can help me. And this is perfect. Like, you know, your first transaction, you don't have to feel stressed that, oh, I'm going to mess this up. Right, for a co-worker. And it's just like a lockbox. Uh, I've never opened a lockbox in my entire life. So, mm. I'm there like... It's not working. I don't know what to do. And she's just like, let me try. You know, it's like the perfect scenario for your first real estate transaction when you have zero idea what's going on. So after that, I was just like, okay, I think I can do this Mm -hmm. and officially pulled the trigger and just, you know, got in there like, all right, I got my real estate license. Now what? It's like, okay, now make your own business. I'm like, what do you mean? mean? Right. And they're like, you have to create your own leads. I'm like, are you okay? But how do you do that? So it's, it was really tough. It was like a, you know, real life eye awakening moment. Like, oh, okay. And now it's really up to Welcome me. Welcome to the world of your business owner. Yeah. Very yeah. good. We'll be right back after a moment. A word from our sponsors. Oh, yeah. So randomly, someone told me, and, and tell me this is wrong. <laughs> and, and I don't know if it fits your nerd motif, but right. you are or were... A DJ is that I was um, and I guess there was is some point in my life where I grew self-esteem and self-confidence mm-hmm. um, it's obvious I guess I mean... you could call it a glow up because um, mm-hmm. you know I went from nobody speaking to me people in high school that I run into the streets don't even re- know who I am they don't recognize them me or anything mm. I can see them and go I know you from the fifth grade and they're like who are you and I'm just like yeah typical um I guess I you know I grew up went through puberty what's, and, we, and what's weird is like because I only know you as you now yeah which is like you know 
yeah. super agent, fun, confident. So yeah. it's interesting. So I, a friend of mine was like, hey, um, do you want to make some extra money? And mm-hmm. this was after I was divorced from my first marriage. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yeah, I'd love to make some money. I think I was like 23 at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, literally, all we have to do is walk around power plant in the city and collect some emails, and we get a dollar per email. I'm like, a dollar per email? Oh, I'm going to make so many emails. Right, of up. course. Um, I was turning in like 100 emails every week. Real emails? Or you like... I got them somewhere. Yeah, it's I don't amazing. remember how, but um, I was submitting them. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, this guy, the guy that hired us was like, hey... Um, my friend is opening up a Latin club down the street where Iguana Cantina used to be. Mm-hmm. And he's looking for somebody to work at the front door and collect cash. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I can totally do that. How right. much does it pay? I forgot how much it pays. So I did that for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, the music was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. I'm like, who are they hiring? These like DJs that don't know how to actually mix music. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I wish they would get like the radio station DJs to play here. Um, but it just never happened. They couldn't afford them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually where I met my husband also. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. So this um, is a good lead-in. Yeah. Segue. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I was just like, well, let me see if I can learn to DJ. So being in the industry, I met so many industry, industry people, like DJs, bartenders, mm-hmm. just like the whole club scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, being a pretty attractive girl, you know, guys see how wanted... Your, see your confidence <laughs> is back? You know, guys want to teach you. Right. Yeah, I'll teach you for free. Whereas if I was a guy, I'm not teaching you. So, right, I don't want to teach you. Right. You know, I got free DJ lessons. I'm telling um, you, reverse, reverse sexism is, yeah. really exists. <laughs> so <laughs> it took me a couple months because I already had some kind of music background. Um, my stepdad played every instrument under the sun. Wow. Um, I learned how to play the piano by ear. So I kind of had, you know, a little bit of music. Mm-hmm in me um i learned and they started letting me introduce the club like you know the night with my little session um eventually i got good enough that clubs in dc wanted me wow to the point where radio stations wanted me and i started playing on the radio i was making like 500 dollars a night when i would do clubs why are you in real like let's take why are you not doing that stuff it aged me and it's not something that was like family appropriate. Because mm-hmm. um, the hours. Yeah, and... I was playing on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's like what time? And I was still working at IKEA. Sure. What time was I going to have for the kids? Sure. Um, so it just wasn't the path, and I didn't feel like that's the path God wanted me to be right, on. Of course, no, I think that's so. Good. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm over it. I did it for like a year and a half. I actually traveled to different states. Like they paid for my flights, they paid for my room, they played for my sessions. So it was pretty awesome. I had like a 15 minutes of fame. It's I had like posters, you know, in my attic, in my basement, like rolled up of the promotion. You have to, sh- you have to show stuff. us. You have to take yeah, a picture and send I'll, I'll send you one. Yeah, I want to see one. Um, so that was pretty neat. Uh, I did that for quite some time. And yeah. Were you the kind of DJ, like, were you like, like, dun, 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 like that kind oh, of stuff? Yeah. Sa- like that oh, kind yeah. of? I had my own little sound too. I'll have to send it to you. You made your own? Like, DJ Kalinda. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That was you? I, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, just, I'm joking. <laughs> That's, That's pretty cool. That is really cool. So you should be really yeah, proud. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. So you had your celebrity moment, yeah, which is good. See, life number eight. <laughs> do you so do you still play any instruments now or are you No, kind of, not at all. Do you yeah. sing? I can sing. All right, let's start the nope, music. We're nope, about to Nope. We're about nope. to have you. Okay. Oh, all right, exactly. <laughs> what what kind of music do you listen to now for let's say you're driving your car, do you have I'm a big uh, country music fan. Really? Yeah. Um, I, I like, like I went modern country or like modern country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and of course, like you know, Latin music. Right. So I would say those two and R and B are probably like my top three. Are you like a shower singer? 
I used to be. Um, You've grown out of that? I used to be not up until two and a half years ago. Um, I mean, I have a story for that. <laughs> How much time we have? Right. <laughs> Someone told you to stop. Um, <laughs> I uh, no, I, I I love music as well. So it's always yeah. interesting to hear people's you know preferences and if they yeah. get into it. Um, my father's a musician. My wife's family are all musicians. My daughter's a musician. Oh, so wow. it's fun to be surrounded by. Yeah piano players and singers and all that kind of stuff. So I'm around yeah. it. It was tough for me because I learned by ear. Mm-hmm. So w- once I had to learn by reading the mm-hmm. music notes, it was really tough for me. Yeah. Um, you know, so my I, father said as well. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, I had to put the notes on the keys because, you know, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I get to read this and match it. It's just like, I can't do that. Right. It's so. tough. Mm-hmm. I know it's something, it's, it's such a different language. I mean, it is. you know, yeah. but the fact that you're bilingual and with music, you know, could be trilingual. It's, it's, uh, you yeah. know, because I, I can't, when I watch my daughter play and she can just think of things and play, like, how do you do that? Like, yeah. how do you even know where to go with, I your, know, it's amazing. with your hands? It's really, yeah, yeah really a gift, mm-hmm. really a gift. Um, for real estate, you know, I always say this when, you know, when I'm young, I, when I was young, I played sports and you get medals or trophies if you win. Yeah. You know, when you get older, I guess money and success or the equivalent of that. But with real estate, like, what do you, what is the most satisfying thing for you in helping people, I guess? I would say, um, getting a referral from a past client mm-hmm. is probably the biggest measurement of success for me mm-hmm. because it, it makes me see like I didn't just sell you a house and was like see ya right. it was like oh I loved Carrie enough that mm-hmm. she did such a great job and I trusted her and she trusted me mm-hmm. and all this so that I want to give somebody else that experience mm-hmm. that means a lot that's huge and I guess for you you know if you help a person and they expand that sphere their aunt their uncle their cousin their sister's former yeah. roommate yeah Coming back to you, it's the ultimate compliment. Yeah, for sure. And it has to be like like a getting a medal or a trophy. Yeah. And and I'm not saying better than money, but no, but yeah, certainly yeah. something that makes you feel good about yeah. yourself in that sense. Yeah, for sure. Which is really cool. Yeah. Which is really cool. With what's going on in the world, um, have you had to tweak like how you find people? Because again, I know you weren't going to like happy hours to meet clients, but still you're not mm-hmm. out and about like you probably were. Yeah. Um, I've always been a referral-based business, mm-hmm. so I've never had to actually cold call or, mm-hmm. you know, go looking for clients. It's all just organically happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, you know, it was really good. COVID, you know, you know it's so sad for many things, but COVID actually was great for real estate Interest rates being so low. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it actually grew exponentially. So it's That's been our biggest challenge. We've, we've grown as well, you know, thank God, because interest rates were low and you know, people still wanted to buy houses, et cetera, so we need a place to live. But finding um, the personnel to work in your company is difficult because a lot of people don't want to come into the, yeah. to the workforce right now. And for you, you're your, you, you, are, you are your team. I know you have people to help you, but, yeah. um, but I guess that's the beauty. You put it on your shoulders, on your back yeah. to do well. Yeah, and I converted my dining room into an office you know, during the pandemic, and my husband's still upset about it. <laughs> Does he work from home too? Uh, no, he's a contractor, so okay. you know he's always out and about. But he's the only one who ever sat at the dining room table, so that's why he's the most upset. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking your time to come, you know, to your schedule, yeah. and and uh, it's so good to get to talk to you. Usually, we talk about a specific transaction, mm-hmm. so to hear about you and your story and your background, hopefully, um, you know, makes people listen appreciate everything you've done to get where you are. Thank you. For me, it makes me appreciate who you are. Yeah. And I really appreciate you coming on today. Thanks, I appreciate you too. David. No problem. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us on the Not Real Estate Podcast. We'll see you next time.